All right, we are lit, good sir. Welcome back to another episode of Cultivated Ignorance. Um, we got a dope show lined up for you today. Um, but hey, did you notice, Mike, that since we're not doing recorded, I mean live shows anymore? Hmm. Did you see your boys black is the new black was on live a few minutes ago? I did not see that. What? Bro, I'm telling you. That's what I we do. I look at my phone notifications. I was like, black is a new black. Mention you. Uh... Oh, that was yesterday. Oh, that was yesterday. My bad. Oh, that's good. I'm about to get on their asses. We should have just shared the screen and just roast them the whole time. I know, right? <laughs> that's what we're doing. Um, yeah, man, we got a dope show lined up for y'all. There's a lot going on. Um, Biden pulling out of Afghanistan. Oh, before all this, before all this, before all this, <laughs> patreon.com slash cultivated ignorance. Yeah. If y'all ain't on it, get on it. Um, all the good stuff on there. We're going to be doing our review of uh, what we got coming up next, Mike. Uh, what you call it? Coming out next week, ain't it? Um, Candyman coming out next week. Yes, it is. Yeah, we definitely reviewing that. On yes, that. it is. We've been waiting for that for a minute. Have you seen yeah. the first Candyman? I, I, I've I seen it, but like I don't really remember. That's what I'm saying. I don't know a lot of us that we remember actual Candyman. Right. How do I stop the screen share? Oh, there you go. Um, gotta get this little yeah, fan. I see my only fans drunk up. Yeah, <laughs> you better, you um, better, yeah, you better get what you can now. Right, I gotta pay for all the messages. <laughs> <laughs> just spend a thousand dollars one month on only fans. Um, so yeah, man, check us out. It's only five dollars a month. Patreon only slash cultivated ignorance. Yeah, only five dollars. Really, um, real dope shit. Yeah. So, what? Okay, so the the craziest news, uh, well, the biggest news of the past week is probably Biden pulling out of Afghanistan. Pulling like mid-stroke, just. Okay, but that's not the most interesting news I heard like over the last week or two. Mm. The most interesting I heard over the last week or two was they are creating thunderstorms in Dubai. I was wondering why you put that on the thing. <laughs> My mind was blown. Like, I was really bothered. Look, man. You got you got all these states in drought. Like, you know, they, oh, uh, California's in a drought, such and such and such. Mm-hmm. All the wildfires because the because there's no rain. <laughs> Nigga, just make it. <laughs> well, okay. To put it in full perspective. <laughs> So apparently it's like so hot in Dubai Dubai right now. Like niggas is like basically shocking. Like they get get little drones and they're like electrocuting clouds and the clouds just like ejaculate like water apparently. (laughs) Like, And then it's been cooling them off. Apparently it's not that simple. Like you have to have like the clouds. You have to have the the clouds be thick enough. 
we have to be close enough to the ground and shit. That's what niggas saying. Like, that's why you can't just do it in California, apparently. Yeah, that's what they say. <laughs> Lies, my man. Lies. Hey, the, the great feral and most likely rapist uh, Kodak Black said that I had doing weather control. Y'all not even paying attention. You've been trying to tell y'all this. Bro, I was, I really felt duped. Like, I really felt like I was one of the fools that, like, my third eye was just close to this. Because, <laughs> like, because, like, I remember hearing people be like, hey, nigga, you know they controlling the weather, right? Right. You see a hotel <laughs> say that all the time. Every time there's a hurricane, hotels put the woodwork with that. Nigga, they were right. Where was I? It's that less little bit of faith in, like, would it be the government or like the powers that be? Let's just say that because that can be yeah. you know, whoever. Is that last bit of faith in you that says like, nah, like if they could do something like that, they would tell us, right? They would just they would, they would let us know, right? Yeah. Nah, nigga, they got. I'm very much disturbed. Little drones, and then the nigga that was explaining it, the other shit I just said about why they can't do it here. He was like, also, like, it's super expensive. Like, you can't, you can't just do this. Bro, I, I don't know how true this is, but I read one Wikipedia article or some article that said it costs $3,000 a pop. <laughs> Nigga, if you don't make some rain happen out this bitch. <laughs> Nigga, America, is that what? <laughs> like, they said it costs $3,000 a, a drone mission. Nigga, Nigga if you that. don't get up there and... <laughs> Biden got that in his coat pocket. He could just, there you go. Just make some drones real quick. Make some water. Bruh. That was the funniest shit I'd ever heard. I felt wild, like man. such an idiot. No, um, look, man. That's what I'm saying. Like, so this, you know, you just got to be, every time this happens, you think like, all right, now that I know this, like, nigga, like, there's no limit to what these motherfuckers can do or have been doing. Bruh, that's the crazy part. Like, what? These niggas can probably resurrect people. They already are. How you think these old ass <laughs> niggas in the government stay alive? They had the, the Rothschilds hooked up somewhere, just, <laughs> just sitting there, <laughs> just breathing. Oh man. So was that uh that happened? Yeah. And then uh I guess the big big news. We lost Afghanistan in Six hours. It was like over <laughs> over a day's work shift. Afghanistan was gone. What do you think about that, man? Like, is there a better way? Like, okay, okay, to get backstory, to get backstory. Yeah, go ahead. America was. We've been fighting in Afghanistan for the last twenty years. Yeah. In this what mission to fight terrorism, I think they were. Called. It was Bush called it the war on terrorism. Yeah, the war on terrorism. You know. No, there's no fucking. And so I think I think Trump originally said something about uh, getting out of Afghanistan. We've been there too long. Yeah. And Biden actually followed through with it. Um. So and I guess the last few planes flew out of there just recently last week. Yeah. And that shit was gone in like hours. Yeah, bro. Like we lost it in in no time at all. So like they was waiting in the wind, son. The Taliban. We thought the Taliban was stamped out, and that we had provided enough infrastructure for the Afghanistan government to 
fight whatever, you know, little uprisings in the Taliban that there were. And apparently we did, apparently they weren't ready. But at all. Do you think we were truly completely ignorant of that? When I say we, I mean like the United States government. Um, Probably not. No. I mean, especially with all the intelligence we get. All right. Um, but at the same time, like, nigga, how long? Like, how long are we going to do this? That's what I'm stuck between is like, surely there had to be a better way of doing this. Surely there had to be. Excuse me. Was there? I can't like, think of this as being the best way? case. To just like literally just dip like right now, like just literally just dip out and just like have no strategic plan. Because from listening to Biden talk, I don't know if you actually listened to him address it. I did. Um, I did hear. He was basically like shitting on the Afghan like um, I leadership. Mean, <laughs> I mean, he was like. Hey, them niggas ain't want to help themselves, so like we dipping. Like, I'm getting my niggas, we getting out. <laughs> like, <laughs> at a certain point, like you gotta call a spade a spade. Like, these niggas don't want it, so what are we fighting for? <laughs> you know what it sounded like? <laughs> it sounded like like a nigga, like a nigga that don't live with his kids. He's trying to see his kids. You like the mama just making it difficult. Like she just, she just like she's just doing extra shit. Like she ain't say no, but like she going to this side of town, making niggas spend like extra gas and shit, telling him he got to feed him and shit when he get him. So it's not like a nigga like call the kids like, hey man, your mama tripping man. I'll see y'all next week. Like your mama doing a lot. <laughs> and the kids, daddy, like, we wanted to see you. And ask your mama. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. That's what it sounded like, bro. I, I mean, I. <laughs> There was there was no win in this situation. Like, let's be real. No, like, I, 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 and I think that's what we probably have to understand. Like there was no good way to to do it. But as far as like mitigating like what's happening like right right now to all these people, which I will say like this, watching these videos is pretty devastating. Of like yeah, people sad. just trying to do everything in their power, even killing themselves to like just not be you know abducted by the Taliban. I feel like there's there's a way we could have mitigated this shit. A lot more and like plan the actual a lot better Excellent. you know yeah plan for these people for us um yeah i, I mean but i guess at what point do you give up like it's just like i don't i don't know much about vietnam you know what i mean like the whole yeah. how it happened over there but like i i'm sure this is somewhat like vietnam like where yeah that's what a lot of people are comparing it to peace the fuck out yeah I don't know, man. I ain't no, you know, military strategist. I ain't, you know, I just think it's, 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 basically, it's basically like, especially like Biden was like, you know what? We just gonna we just gonna take an L on this one. We just gonna we just gonna take an L. Like, <laughs> but it's sad because these people are taking the biggest L, man. Like they're literally losing their lives, and like, I don't know. I just like I was telling you before we started the show. Like, I can't imagine what it's like to just see your leaders just just dip. When shit is the fan, bro, bro. When Biden was in that address and he said people are going to blame the U.S. military for not fighting back, but the Afghan military wasn't fighting either. Oh, okay. Well, I was like, oh, okay. Well, we okay. We done here. What's the point of us fighting? It's not. I I feel I I just feel bad and sad, but at the same time, like. 
I can't sit here and say like let's let our troops die for and their niggas ain't even trying to fight. Like yeah. it's it's a shitty situation. Yeah. Straight up. But if down. this was but if this was Trump, we would have roasted this nigga. This oh my god. There would there would have been no and I'm just playing devil's advocate, but honestly, truly, there would have been like no we there would have been no sympathy or empathy for us in thinking about Trump's mindset. Like it's like, oh, we would have there would have been none of us Democrats or liberals been like, oh man, he didn't really have a choice. Da, 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 da. Be like, no, that nigga wrong. He don't care about them people. <laughs> and you know that's the truth. We would have roasted that nigga alive. You might be right, but because only because like Trump will probably be talking shit while he did it though. Like <laughs> I feel like, I mean, I don't think you're wrong at all. I really don't. I don't think you're wrong. But I mean, you see Republicans doing that to Biden right now. Yeah, they are. I mean, yeah, bro. I, I went up in my coworker's office. She's like, "Oh my god, did you see what Biden did to those people in Afghanistan?" <laughs> Motherfucker, you do not care about them people. <laughs> That's what I can't stand. That's why I hate this politics <laughs> shit, man. I can't stand that it's shit. Like, it's just like each try trying to get little baby victories, like. That's what it's all about, man. Like, what can we get on the other side that, that roast him about and like talk to him about like the next political debate? Like, it's so ugh, I hate I hate this fucking country in so many ways, but like, I appreciate it, but like I hate it. Shit like this. Yeah. Um ugh. so how you, so how you feeling, I guess, even outside of this, like how you feeling about Biden over the first what is this, seven, eight months? How you feeling like he's doing? You feel like he's more of the same, or you feel like he's <laughs> you feel like he's actually changing something. The only yeah, you, ain't, you ain't you ain't had to give me the ugly face, bro. That's how I feel. <laughs> the only thing I do appreciate, I guess, is the um, you know, I'm I've been back and forth about this whole vaccine shit, but I got it, I ended up getting it. I do appreciate that he's trying to push the vaccine. I know people feel away about vaccines. I feel you a thousand percent. Um, but as far as trying to mitigate the virus, which has largely, you know, disproportionately affected black people, I appreciate mm. how much he's pushing that. And I mean, I feel like mandatory masking should be a thing again, maybe. Um, but I don't <laughs> think he can reverse that at this point. You're taking away our freedoms, man. Man. All right, they can take away your life. That's fine. Um, other than that, though, bro, like I just don't see a whole lot of difference. I'm trying to figure out why these gas prices keep going up. I'm trying to. I don't know if that's hint on him or something else. Uh, I'm gonna give you the political answer. What's that? Uh, the reason for gas prices going up is due to political unrest in the Middle East. <laughs> Nigga, this is get out my face. That's what they say. Literally, every time I watch the news and they talk about gas, due to political unrest in the Middle East, oh my God. gas prices have boomed to a five-year high. Burn this whole shit down. I'm tired of the lies. I'm tired of it. Um, yeah, between that, I don't really see a whole lot of difference, to be honest with you. And then, you know, you know, Black people are super zesty about the whole, like, he passed the Stop Asian Hate Bill, but Black people ain't staying out shit. Is that a thing? I never even knew about that. You, what that the stop aging hate bill? No, I don't remember that at all. 
Yeah, I forgot when I was went, months ago. That went fully over my news cycle. Nigga. Boom. You know why? Because Boom. I never cared. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, I just don't see a whole lot of difference, man. I mean, you tell me what you think. Um, yeah, this was back in May that he signed that signed that bill. Um I remember we like and, and you know the funny part is like you say that happened. And like we don't hear nothing, no more about the Asian hate. Like they just played them, just like they be playing us. All right, now, all right, now we did this after they found this. Yeah, we passed this. Y'all need to go ahead and calm down now. <laughs> I will say though, I yeah. think it's better than it would be under Trump. Things are better than I think so. Well, you tell me what you think. I think. We just got a different villain, a, a, a more likable villain. I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> he's not doing anything except for like just throwing water on like a raging fire. Like, he just he's That's like squirt gun in water on a raging fire, right? Like, the Harriet Tubman thing pissed me off. Still, this now this Asian hate thing has pissed me off. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's really changed because he said, uh, what did he say one time? It was some bill that he was trying to get passed. And I guess both sides couldn't agree. Oh, the fucking shit with like, the student loan? That really pissed okay. me off. Okay. I, don't even get me started. I just read that shit in the back. Well, okay. This is me This is me being a hater. But yeah, that student loan thing was one thing. He's mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, the Republicans got to work with us to create a bipartisan effort. All this other bull crap. Basically, Basically, ain't neither sides giving in. Is essentially what he said. Right. Um, it's just more of the same, man. There's no real progressive action taken, one way or another. Like, there's no real change. Right. It's just a whole lot of swaying left and right near the middle. Yeah. Where like, think, to where like nobody ever really benefits. I mean, I think people benefit like a little bit, like just like. I wouldn't say no one benefited under Trump, but that's what it is. It's like, you know, just as a black person and maybe as a person in general, but as a black person, like just under this structure, like nothing's going to, you're just not going to see liberation. If you define liberation the same way I define it anyway, you're not going to see liberation under this current structure. You're just not going to see any huge tangible, like we still having, the fact that we still having conversations about reparations in 2021. Like the fact that that's even still I a mean, debate, y'all niggas need to get that shit up. That's what I say. <clears throat> no, I give like, up on it. But but that's what I'm saying. The fact that it's even still a debate, like the fact that we feel like we have these same debates over like yeah. the state of black life, and no matter who's at the head, tells you everything you need to know. You know what I mean? Because yeah. if someone was clearly making a dramatic change for the better for black people, like. People may not like Trump, but niggas would be able to admit, like, okay, I, you know, my shit done got better. But because yeah. you keep having these whole back and forth of Biden versus Trump, like, you just know people are still fucked up out here. And so let me, so, and another thing that I really don't like about Biden is <clears> like, <throat> and I know some people are not gonna like this, but all this welfare and free money this nigga's giving out. Like, no, like that. I feel like it, it, 
it's a bunch of like help that people don't really need. Like some people need it and some people taking advantage of the system. You know what I mean? And so especially for people, let me tell you this, come, coming from logistics where like you see what's like really slowing uh, the economy down and like a lot of, from my point of view, I see a lot of manufacturing jobs out of work. As a consumer, I see a lot of, um, not out of work, but short staff. As a consumer, I see a lot of restaurants. Like pretty much everybody's hiring and nobody's working, right? Mm-hmm. But he's still giving away money. Like, I don't get it. Like, I, I feel like he wants lower income people to be dependent on the system itself, which is keeping us in this race. Not even a race, just keeping us at the bottom. So is there, the system's only going to give you enough to get by. Right. Not really to, to actually do better for you. Live yourself. like a thriving life. Yeah. Yeah. So is your issue more so with the give outs or the fact that we still have this whole structure where people are still severely underpaid and have been for like the past like two decades? Uh, my, my issue, I have issues with both, but I have more of an issue with the handouts. Because I think it, I think it kills motivation. You know what I mean? Like, it, uh, like it, like, like if you know you're going to be set at your, at you know what is given to you for free, then a lot of people would not strive to do better. I think it's almost on the opposite spectrum of, I think, underpaying people for work kills motivation, because that tells me like I agree. You know what I mean? Why well, work hard when you're not going to pay me appropriately and I can go live off the government for basically the same amount of money, maybe a little bit less. I think it's more so on the other end of... I, I agree that that is a, fa- a major factor in why people don't do it. Yeah. Uh, um, why, why certain people don't strive to do better and get on welfare and all this other stuff. But like if you if you remove people's livelihood, like they'll work for whatever it's unfortunate i i feel like some jobs are meant to be low paying like like it takes low mental capacity to do some jobs so i don't feel like they're that valuable (laughs) in a way like i don't feel like they deserve high pay i think there's lower paying positions but i think there's a difference between lower pay and like People of a certain age not being able to make a livable pay, which is more so the issue right now. Especially when you have people who have gone to school, gotten degrees, gotten all this debt, and still are underpaid. I think that is more so the issue. And I don't think the solution is to let people like be completely like just wrung out of options by not offering them some type of assistance. But I get what you're saying in that the assistance shouldn't be even be a thing. Like, I don't think the assistance should even have to be a thing in the first place. People should be able to it make sure. a livable wage in the first place. And we have to, we would need the assistance. But I think what you're alluding to is like, the assistance is like a band-aid so he can justify like niggas still being underpaid, but say, you know, here we're helping you out. And still you have, you know, the billionaires which are in your back pocket, still getting richer and still people like, you know, millennials most working class millennials and gen zers and poor people still staying in the same position and so they just continue to win and we just continue to stay stagnant yeah 
I, I don't know, man. It just in this another thing with the another thing with the um the child tax credit. Like, hey, nigga, I'm a I'm a take it. Like, I'm a take the money. <laughs> but like, I feel I, I feel like they are promoting in a way like women to have babies. Like. I don't be completely poor and stuck in the system. You got to completely fill me in on a child tax credit. I don't completely know. So there's so okay. So they always give you a child tax credit, right? Every year, uh-huh. you know, um, that's not nothing new. But this year they increased it. Uh, for kids under six, you get three hundred. For kids over six, you get uh, an additional two fifty. This is per month, mm. so you could take it as a lump sum, or you could take it as like a monthly thing. Mm-hmm. Like with that and increased welfare, I, do you not see the trap in like them trying to promote like single mothers and people just being incapable of supporting themselves so they're fully dependent on the government? I definitely, I don't, I definitely see them not helping people be dependent upon themselves, like, which is the main reason, like, our generation has so many less marriages and has so many less incentives to have kids. I definitely see that. Um, I don't think anybody is setting out to be a single mother on purpose. Well, not anybody, but I don't think most women or whoever can have kids want to be a single mother on purpose. I don't think that's, I don't think that's the, I, I, I think it, I think the advantages that the system gives you, uh, or the assistance that the system gives you uh, make, doesn't make you think about the consequences and the uh, responsibilities and the disadvantages for the child as much. I can see that. I can you see know. that. So do you think that... It's, it's almost like a fucked up reward system. You know what I mean? Is it a fucked up reward system or is it like a here's how you can have a kid and still like not die of poverty per se? I mean, I, I get it. Yeah, like you could say that, but like I think at the same time, like, hey, here's how, here's how that you can have a kid and get over. Like you like you don't have to like you don't have to really push yourself like you should be. You can just skirt by. Yeah, you know, I, you no, can... I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying, but I, like again, I don't think that's what most people would do if they had proper, you know, wages, like adequate wages. I think most people want to work. I don't think most people. I, want to, I, like... I say, I say, most people, yes, want to work. Yeah. Most people want to earn their own way. Right, and just like earn a living, make a living for themselves, have more than just getting by. I think most but people it, want that. But, but instant gratification and easy, it, like if you have an easy reward system, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you have a reward system that doesn't force you to wait and work and strive and all these other things, like it, it will just change your mentality on, 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 I guess, doing the work or, or, uh, you know, the value of work itself. I agree. It's just hard. And I think to this, just, uh, it is, this affects black people a lot more than anybody else. 
Yeah, I agree. Obviously. Obviously. It's just hard to decipher like how much people's decision making would be different if they had the other option of making a livable wage for this degree or for all this hard work that they said that they did, that they told they were told we were told would be rewarded by a stable job, ability, you know, buy a house, start a family, all these things like that. If that were the norm still, I question like if that would even be an incentive for most people just skirting by off the government. And I mean, in my eyes, I question where whether there is a true thing as a livable wage, because I've always kind of felt that if you increase the minimum wage, uh, manufacturers and producers of goods will figure out a way to make you broke all the way back over again. I think under capitalism, there has to be a bottom. So yeah, there will be a broke class of people always. But historically, the way it's always gone is for most people, as things have like, you know, the price has gone up, as inflation has hit and things have gone up, wages have gone up along with it. So like most people weren't necessarily broke, although there was, it always has to be in the bottom, it always has to be a bottom. Most people weren't broke, but the problem is that has changed now in the last two decades to where like especially since the pandemic hit billionaires are making stupid money but like wages ain't doing the same thing they're not moving hardly at all so that's the difference and i don't know i get what you're saying though like i totally get it so with that being said like i i can't say that i'm if i was to judge biden like he'd be a flat 45 percent for me 45? You don't give him the the Trump numbers? (laughs) Bro, like, what are you doing? Like, Right, nah, yeah. That's wild, man. I mean, do you see it getting any better? Like, I see me doing better. That's all I can say. That's all I can say. I see me getting this money. I don't know about the rest of (laughs) y'all. So, and I guess this is the last question on this topic. So re-election time, you vote, you re-electing Biden or you, you voting Trump? I don't know, baby. <laughs> I don't know. A little, um, a little, I don't know, baby. A little four years off make you rethink your relationship. <laughs> That's what it is. You got to come back. <laughs> You tell that little break, you see them posting pictures and stuff online. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, she looked good in that bikini. Yeah, you know, girl. I mean, it didn't work out back then, but that's because we was young, you know. We, we was young, yeah. Now. I was got out of here wilding. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I was out here wilding. I know, I know where I want to be in life now. Yeah. <laughs> I had to get it out of my system. What, what niggas be saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Um, all right, man. So what you want to talk about next? You want to do this? Oh. Well, since we're on this nigga Biden and the economy and all this other stuff, unfortunately, coronavirus numbers are going back up. Bro. In a major way. It's booming. Hey, you remember like AB? We still booming. Nigga. Delta is diamond dancing out this month. <laughs> Delta out there doing the tussy slide on everybody. <laughs> Delta just Millie Rock and just every, every Millie Rock, <laughs> she just throwing viruses in the air. Bro, I gotta find the I gotta find the Delta numbers as a we finding South Carolina numbers alone or just all the whole US. I'm about to find national because um 
Here we go. Hell. All right. Um, you know, I can find Delta numbers. I just searched that. Um, but anyways, besides the fact that it looks like people who got uh, Moderna are going to have to get a booster. Mm. That's the thing. Really? Um, yeah, they said. I don't know if it's just Moderna, but I know Moderna specifically has to get a booster. No, I think about they said about the, right? I think so, yeah. No. <sighs> um, oh, here we go. Oh, loaded statistic. It was about Johnson and Johnson. They they if they ain't get um side effects that took them out, are they, they gotta get a booster. Bro, get that Johnson Johnson shit out of here. <laughs> Don't nobody want that shit. <laughs> that shit is horrible, bro. Um, but yeah, man. So they sending these kids back to school. Yeah, because because these parents can't take it. These bro. parents say, "Hey, risk it, baby." They say, "Get these niggas out of my house, please." <laughs> I can't do another at home year. They keep eating. They keep shitting everywhere. Just get them. Just take them. <laughs> Give them the virus if you got to. Um, I can't find these numbers for nothing. Whatever. Um, certain governors. Uh, what is it? DeSantis in Florida, the Texas governor, a couple other, a couple of these other buffoons uh-huh. are trying to stop the districts from mandating masks. I don't know why. Mike, why? <laughs> is it this like real for white people to just be like the entitlement? It's just you're robbing me of my freedom. And you know, that's that's another thing. That's another thing that we need to talk about. This whole illusion that freedom is free, that is a lie, okay? Sacrifices must be made for you to be as as free as you believe you are. That's what I'm saying. This is a lie like America sells white people every day. Man, it's a lie that people believe, man. Well, I don't know about around the world, but I'm sure in these other countries, they know that freedom really ain't free. Especially Especially with Afghanistan. They're like, this, this shit is not free. Like, they are learning that. Mm. Well, they already knew it. Like, let's be real. They already knew it. Right, right, right. Unless you've been born in the last 10 years in Afghanistan, you you knew it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, this whole illusion that, like, you just get to do what you want whenever and you don't right. have to, you don't have to adapt to changing environments and different situations. Not to worry about anything. Like, like, you know, to... Yeah. <sighs> Somebody got to die for you. Some something got to happen for you to be out here living carefree like you are. I mean, you you just don't see it. You ain't worried about it. I think it's just like not to go back, like you know. And I'm, you know, isn't we love, you know, we have white friends that we love on the show, but like as far as the 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 narrative that is sold to white people, like I literally think there's a large part of the white psyche that is like to a sense psychotic like like if you tell a white person like they can't have access to something like it did for most white people it just triggers a visceral reaction to like what like what do you what do you mean i can't do this thing <laughs> like i'm a human being i'm an american i can do whatever i want 
you know, unless it's just something. I was born that, on this earth, so as long as I'm not hurting anybody, that's I'm what I'm good. Yes, you is on your mind as long as you're not doing anything like grotesquely wrong. Like I have access to everything. And you it's feel like, like it's a do you feel like that's a white thing or do you feel like it's just an American thing? I think that is something that well, I know that that is something that the concept of whiteness was created to do. So I think it's still challenging to write the white psyche to, to this day in a sense that we don't have, like I do think it's partly an American thing of you know, we have that we all have this shit in us, don't get me wrong, but it's different for white people, is what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't think, yeah, I don't think this it, we don't react the same the same way. It's like when you we joke about time travel all the time when like you know, white people have all these movies about going anywhere they want and back in time, and black people are like, yeah. Yeah, I'll stay here actually, like, <laughs> <laughs> like I'll chill, like stuff like that. I just don't think it works the same way. But how do you feel as a father, like with your daughter? Like, um, so uh, she has to get the fuck about the house. That's real. <laughs> Why, she, bro? I'm tired of seeing this. Watch TV all day, eating chewy bars. Why well, you ain't playing with it all day? Cause I got a job, son. Man, quit your job. You're, who's no, more important, sir. your job or your money? My, my my job and my money, that's one and the same. I mean, you know, <laughs> who's more important, your money or your daughter? My daughter. But without my job, we'll be down at the Oliver Gospel Mission. You just and said that. So no, I'm not I'm not doing that shit. <laughs> I was raised different. <laughs> no, go ahead what you were saying. Um yeah, man. So we desperately want her to go to school because she needs education and social interaction and all these other things. Yeah. But we have to exercise more caution than uh, the the school system is because they have they have funding they have to secure every year, which is a lot of like where the debate is coming in. Like the governors are saying, oh, we'll cut your funding, this, that, and the third if you may... If you mandate masks and such and such and such. That's fucking wild. Um, bro, like, okay, whatever, man. Like, even if you, even if you as a government and a governor don't believe in the coronavirus, like, you have to believe that kids aren't as hygienic as adults. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you have to understand that aspect of it. So why would you even risk it? Like, just, I, I don't get it. So, like, my kid's school district, she, uh, they are not mandating masks. And it's supposed to be, the, the, the mask mandate is actually supposed to be done on a local level. Yeah. But the governors are, like, putting that big D energy, big dick energy out there. Meet Y'all ain't going to do it. <laughs> um, so, my, so, my daughter's district has been... I guess scared to fully mandate it. You know, like some district, like District One, they're doing it. Like they say, all right, don't care what you say, Governor. I don't even know if uh, McMaster's came out and said something about it, but mm. uh, um, District One mandated it, and for whatever reason, District Two is not mandating it, and it really threw me and my lady off. So, like, while we know she has to go to school, um, we we decided to keep her out the first week of school because. 
we were like, all right, we're gonna see if these cases and kids like go crazy over this first over these first three days. I pray not, but I you know what I mean? Like we're like, okay, what's three days gonna do? Like she'll be all right. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna see if these numbers pop off throughout the weekend. School just started on Wednesday. Um, we'll see what happens. You know, they had that kid in what was it? They had some kid in Lancaster die or something like that. I heard something about from that. COVID? Yeah. Yeah. Uh Pickens County has already gone to uh all virtual already. They like, we're not playing around with this. It was a couple of days. There's like, okay, go back down, go back home. Our <laughs> <laughs> parents, you gotta deal with it. Dang. Um but yeah, man, like it's as a parent, man, it's tough, but like you really don't have a choice but to send them to school. I was gonna say, what's the move if like the, the numbers skyrocket like in three days? Like bro, like we don't know. We honestly don't know. Like if the numbers skyrocket in the next three days, hopefully, like they just send everybody back to virtual. And if they send everybody back to virtual, at least I won't feel bad about like making her stay with her grandma again. Yeah. But you know, that's a burden you don't want to put on an older person like that. Yeah. So, there is no win. Biden, he's just screwing up, man. This is just... I think <laughs> it's it, not even Biden's fault, but I'm gonna blame him. I was <laughs> that's the scariest part about it is just seeing like this is truly something like you know our generation has just never experienced ever before. Like I don't think I've ever remember seeing like, damn, bro, like our government just don't know what the fuck to do right now. <laughs> they have no idea. They don't. Like even during the September 11th, like, I, you know, Bush was like, hey, nigga, we're going to get them back. Don't like this shit is a tragedy, but we going over there. Um, <laughs> you know, Katrina, and yes, then that nigga went over there. <laughs> he went straight over there. Uh, Katrina was a whole mess, um, for, especially for black people. But you know, there was a plan of response, you know, that would typically, you know, follow like a devastating hur- um, hurricane. But mm-hmm. as far as this, like, we just never, I don't I think I've ever seen uh, anything that's in our life. And it just won't end. That's the thing. Like, it's just not ending. <laughs> like, it's like, damn, nigga, it's been over a year. If we could get the world to go into shutdown for just like two months, like if, if the world literally shut down for two months, like they was like, hey, get you. Yeah, he was like, they was like, get your canned food for two months, Are you and like shut yourself in. You couldn't get America to shut down for thirty seconds. How you gonna get the world to shut down for two months? Well, well, each country do it little by little. Okay, come piece to America. Piece. When you get to America, that's gonna restart. That's it gonna reignite all over. Again. <laughs> that's gonna restart all over again. Cause we just can't, man. America's too entitled, bro. We can't handle it. <laughs> I can't. Hey, I'm hey, an American. Hey, the funny part was the World Health Organization was like, "Hey, hey, like, hey, if we shut down for 30 days, we can we can greatly minimize the the risk of this virus." America was like, "Nah, <laughs> fuck all that." <laughs> they was like, they was like, they was like, "Hey, nigga, we'll give you one week hard commit." <laughs> <laughs> You got seven days to destroy the virus. Yeah. Back to the <laughs> after that, after that, nigga, we opened something up. <laughs> I don't ever remember. <laughs> I mean, it was weird to see everything closed, 
but I don't remember. I remember like seeing like just everybody just being in the house like ever. I think it was just. I want to say we had celebrations the day of coronavirus coming to America. Like we had niggas going out. Like we did. We didn't care. <sighs> fucking country, man. Oh, um, it was nice. It was nice when them numbers was low at the beginning in the sixties and thirties and stuff. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> well, let me. I'll just ask you real quick, and maybe we can go on a look a little bit longer. Because I definitely want to talk about this PJ Washington shit. Um, if there's such a thing as like herd immunity how many people does it have to hit before it becomes it's, a thing herd immunity is 70 percent. 70 percent of people uh i guess vaccinated was the idea mm-hmm. but now with this new delta variant and it being able to uh you know infect even those who are vaccinated i don't know yeah, but yeah, the, yeah, herd immunity is seventy percent. Okay, so you're saying that the Delta threw that shit off since like so many people already caught it. I believe, I believe it would have to be have to have thrown it off. Yeah, it sounds about right. Um, so yeah, nigga, we stuck. We were close to we were close to herd immunity. We were behind the timeline, mm-hmm. but we were getting close to herd immunity. And it just like the, it looks like the Delta variant just outpaced us. That's fucking wild. <laughs> just said, uh-uh, niggas. It's so irresponsible. It's so irresponsible. And I think like even more than government itself, like is it? It was just people being irresponsible. Like, yeah. I mean, like yes, there. Again, freedom ain't free. So like, you got to suck it up. Like, yeah, you don't want the vaccine. You don't know what it does. Yeah, nigga, whatever. You've been eating these box meals that you don't know what's in them for years. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm on, you know, I'm on both sides, man. I get it, but also, like... Bro, you do not know what polysorbate number five is. Super facts. <laughs> super facts. But again, I get... I totally get the skepticism. You know, I was like that. Still am like that. Um, I get on both sides. But I do... I'm also a huge proponent. It's, it's the reason I still vote. Like, I'm a huge proponent of doing whatever you can to prevent as much harm to yourself and people that you love as possible. So, yeah. in my opinion, it's a good idea to go and get vaccinated, but he's just home, man. It's just wild seeing just so many wild. And the worst part is after after we figure out how to die down the Delta numbers, another, another variant going to pop up. Don't say that. Nope. Don't say that. Nope. Nope. Just... Nope. Delta gonna be gone within a month, and then we're gonna be out here. Stop. Stop. You saw how Delta came through and wrecked India. She came through and wrecked India. That's just bro, man. bro. Me and my coworker were looking at the case count every day. Yeah, bro. It was like five days straight where India had over three hundred thousand cases. Three hundred thousand cases. Three hundred thousand cases per day. day. Per day. And it was like 40,000 deaths a day. Bro, they were just burning people and they were just burning people in piles. Same subject before I get depressed. I've just never yeah, seen anything right. like that before, man. Ah. Okay. On to happier subjects. <laughs> oh, well, not. Is it? Is this? I was going to say, it's not. <laughs> it's really not. 
Um, yeah, this is a whole random show today. In case you ain't heard, um, so basketball player named PJ Washington uh, apparently had a baby with the uh, Instagram hottie, uh, Brittany Renner. They apparently have been dating. Now, I will say, okay, just to, get, just to cut to the chase, there's a video like Brittany Renner had did like years back. I don't know how many years it was back. Um, where she was just talking about her life, just out here getting peen from whoever. And she was like, um, she said something in the video of, I can tell you how to get money from these niggas, like, especially athletes. Like, athletes are stupid. Um, you know, you can, you can, if you want to get trapped, I would get trapped by like an athlete or something because they got all the money and they'll fall for anything. She put this video out. Um, I don't even remember the video when it came out, but that happened in the past. Fast forward, her and this basketball player named PJ Washington, apparently dating, end up getting married, had a baby, and like two weeks after having the baby, like she secretly got a divorce from the nigga. It was like, all right, I'm out. And she is allegedly, I don't know if this is true or not, but allegedly supposed to be getting like $200,000 a week. Is it a week or a month? A month. A month um, from this dude for child support. And People are saying that she trapped him, but it's his fault because she basically said who she was and a nigga went on had unprotected sex with her anyway. So he's a simp and shit. Um, what do you think about the situation, man? I mean, you got to watch who you procreate with. <laughs> I mean, huh? I feel bad for him. Like, Okay, so my instant reaction was like, oh, this bitch. What a bitch. Oh, it was just bitch flying everywhere. That was all niggas um, reaction. <laughs> but then like I noticed like I was kind of doing her a disservice because as I was calling her a bitch, I was like, hold on. I I I am the number one advocate for there's always two sides to every story. Yeah. You know, and it, it looks real bad on her right now. No, it, it looks real bad. It does. Um, but uh, yeah, I think the bitch played him. He's still I think she played him. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, I think oh. she played him. Uh, it's real unfortunate, especially since it's a kid in the middle. But um, damn, I was like, no. Well, first of all, yeah, I'm not. You know, I'm not nothing to anybody, especially. You just got to be careful who you're nothing in, period. But I had two thoughts. Like, number one, my initial thought was, like, I got to hear more to the story because, I mean, PJ put up this, like, tweet that he deleted saying, like, you was faking it from the beginning and shit, alluding to the whole concept of her trapping him and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I do, number one, want to know, you know, maybe there is more to the story. Like, we don't know what he might have done to contribute to divorce. Yeah, mm-hmm. facts. That's like, and that's where I had to stop myself. Yeah. I was like, oh, well, well, maybe he was beating her ass, and I and we didn't know, or maybe they, you know, he was constantly cheating on her or something. Which is something, yeah. Well, you know, that's that's kind of likely from a from a athlete. I mean, you know, your boy Tristan set the precedent for that. <laughs> <laughs> that was my um, main thought. But so yeah, man, it's very possible that like there is a completely different side to the story as to reasons why she left. Facts, but I did see that she was allegedly, um, they were allegedly talking since he was like 18, allegedly. 
And when he was playing basketball, still like I guess in that would be high school. Um, and at the time she would have been twenty five. Just predator. That's what I said. If that's true, that that's fucking that's predatory as fuck. Like, because I do believe women can groom men the same way men can groom like young women. Yeah, especially if you bad. Especially if you Britney, Britney, come on now. Like, yeah. she's been a baddie forever. So if you was out here, like, preying on 18-year-olds, like, coming to his games and shit, like, imagine you 18 years old balling and Brittany Renner coming to your game to, like, look at you and, oh, she's squeezing on your muscles and shit, and, oh, you, you shit the ball so good. And, Dang. My dick would go crazy on the court. Um, that was probably his, like, first, like, real girlfriend, like, that's what I'm saying. If that is the case, that, that's fucking gross and fucking weird. But again, allegedly, I don't know if it's true or not. But that's what he they is said. seven years older than this man. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. This predatory bitch. I'm not going to call her a bitch, but that's fucking weird, man. That's fucking weird. And she did. Because I maintain the belief, because like, first of all, I don't like the, you know, I hate this whole notion that you can be trapped. Like, unless a woman, like, steals your semen and, like, injects herself in it, like, I don't believe you can be trapped. Like, you make a decision. Yeah. But if she's, like, you know, grooming you from a very young age, from you, the age that you're a teenager, that's about as close to a trap as I can think of. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't think most women, I don't think most women want to be a single mom, but... That's just fucking weird. I don't like like niggas like just going in on this nigga though. I don't really like that. What calling him a simp and stuff? Yeah, just calling him a simp and shit. And like, yeah, that's not fair at all. Yeah, it's, that's not right at all. But I I don't see how she gets two hundred grand. That's some Dr. Dre money. Like <laughs> this PJ Washington. Like, that's even true. Yeah, I don't know. This nigga he, comes off the bench. Like. I was gonna say, he's been good. I don't even know this nigga like that. He, he averages like, let me see. Where, where PJ at? Five points a game, two assists. He averaged 13.6 rebounds and two assists. Like, he ain't no. I don't know. I ain't no 200000 a month money. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's your whole paycheck, really. <laughs> nigga, you about to get, in a couple years, you about to be on veteran minimum, baby. Like, what you. You about to live across the street from me in a minute. Right. Yeah, I just don't so, like. Well, yeah. What are you about to say? It's, it's just messed up, man. Yeah, it's, it's a bad situation. And like, the more I think about it, like, and I guess it's just people need something to talk about. Yeah. But like, people do so much speculating about something they know nothing about. That's what the. the <laughs> People do whole video, quote unquote, essays on some shit that just broke like an hour ago, and the title would be like, "This is why you don't trust women." This is why niggas are simp's. Like it's a whole breakdown of something that you know nothing about. You don't know none of the details. I uh, I watched Draymond Green had a uh, interview with Kevin Durant. You know they had uh, Draymond Green asked Kevin Durant like, "Yo, early in your career." You know, you were you were all good with the media. You were answering the questions and such and such and such. And now it seems like you have a problem with the media. Mm. And Kevin Durant was like, 
yeah, like at a certain point, like I just realized that these people didn't know what the hell they were talking about. And it became annoying to me. <laughs> There's no idea. Like, <laughs> so like <laughs> it's just like people who try and like break down your life or your mental, you mm-hmm. know, especially with somebody like Kevin Durant. They're like, oh, Kevin wasn't focused in that game. Such and such oh. and such. He's got to step up for the team. Why did LeBron pass it to such and such at the end of the game? He must be scared to take the shot. <laughs> it's like, bro, what? You don't even know what you're talking about. Like, you're on the outside looking way in. You got a whole Stephen A. Smith that got some some bullshit to say. Every little move you make. <laughs> bro, like, that was, like, one of the most hilarious truths ever. Just like they don't know what they're talking about. So like why am I why am I up here faking it with them? Like why? That that's that's what I'm saying. That's why I keep saying we gotta look at these celebrities as like humans. Like imagine what that's like. Just yeah. constantly having everybody just dial their little opinion. Imagine all these damn armchair quarterbacks, bro. Every time you step <laughs> out on the field and just make one one bad pass. Niggas is just like ah, and they and they come with the whole. I know what really kills him is that whole. What he should have did is da 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 da, <laughs> breaking down your plays, like they out here <laughs> throwing the ball. Like this, I get it. I totally yeah. get it. Okay, well, if we want to talk about one more thing real quick. Go ahead. You hear the thunder song behind me? Yeah, I hear it. Yeah, it's out here too. Okay. As long as you want me to come hold you? Yeah, bro. You can come over and hold me real quick. Are we about to talk about the Lizzo thing? We want to talk about something else. I really want to talk about this OnlyFans shit, bro. Oh, okay. This shit is bonkers. All right. All right. I'm going to say something about Lizzo at the end of the show. Don't say nothing disrespectful. I'll slap you with the camera. I'm going to say what I got to. You better not say nothing disrespectful. So, if you ain't heard, bro, OnlyFans, we all know what OnlyFans is. We go pay for some butt to look at, have a good time. It's what sex workers and actually get paid for the sex work. Uh, we all know how much the porn industry. Um, a lot of it not to his own fault, but you know, largely sex workers get lose money on porn because a lot of the shit gets pirated and um shared without their permission. Um, so OnlyFans, you know, built its whole platform up on sex work, people being able to post their stuff up on there. Charge a subscription. OnlyFans takes their cut, which is a large cut. I forgot how much the cut is. It's a pretty large cut. It was 20%. I I didn't think it was too crazy. I thought it was 20%. I think it's like even 20% is kind of steep for me. But anyway, (laughs) Um, get their little cut or whatever. Build their whole platform up, especially with the pandemic. Niggas was buying OnlyFans out the the wazoo and um, making billions of dollars off these people. And... OnlyFans done got some new, um, some bankers, some new financial backers, offering them more billions. And they said, all y'all got to do is cut all that slutty shit out. You feel that? This money is yours. OnlyFans said, y'all got to October to cut that gross shit out, that sexy shit out, or you out of here yourself. And um, yeah, that's, that's it, man. They said no more sexually explicit content starting in October. You can technically still have nudes, but it must meet their policies. Um, so basically, whatever they determine to be sexual content, out of here. And um, that's just just fucking wild to me, bro. Like, 
if you ever needed more proof that like a content creation platform just did not care about sustaining the lives of the people that like basically built it, I feel like that's the epitome of it. I mean, like I get it. Like you want to appeal to a different audience. I understand that aspect. I of, like wanting to make more money, wanting to appeal to a different audience. But like, let's just be real. You built this. You built this whole brand off the backs of sex workers, right? Like, nobody cares about OnlyFans if the sex workers weren't there. <laughs> nobody. Who's really signing up for OnlyFans for fitness workouts? Like, who's? <laughs> That's what they said. They said we're gonna have fitness workouts, cooking videos. All this bullshit. And this is going to be the new image of OnlyFans. I guarantee you, OnlyFans dies within a year. You think so? I wouldn't be surprised. Die within a year. I don't see how I'm not. I mean, I think it probably, you know, becomes a different company. Like maybe they do something to save their money. But as far as like OnlyFans, OnlyFans, like, yeah, I don't, I don't disagree with that. Bro, like, it's not even a hard formula to replicate. Like, <laughs> it's not just put up a it's not hard at all. I seriously doubt they got a whole bunch of patents and IP intellectual property. Like, like it's a it's a social media platform and you can buy extra stuff. It ain't hard. But do you think it's really so much about the changing the image? Because I think it's more about the money than anything. I don't I really don't think it's so much about the image. I think it's just scale over actually honoring those that helped build it. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't... They can do what they want with their platform. I don't have a problem with that. But the fact that you're just completely alienating all the people who built it, it's the same thing with... Uh, didn't the same thing kind of happen with... um? What's the, what's the app you used to use, Mike, all the time? You were on there every night. Yeah, I used to use the clubhouse chat room at. Yeah, didn't oh, it? Same on. thing happened to Clubhouse. Well, like, that it, was... like it got like they tried to whitewash it. As well, soon as black people built it up. No, they basically I don't know about whitewash it. Um, they just didn't really care about the quality or like mitigating harm as far as like people with people's interactions on the app. Mm-hmm. They just I thought, and maybe it wasn't from you. I heard that like they really like pushed um they they really started pushing for there to be like like a lot of corporations to get in there and like these kind of white white think tanks in their tech parts and mm. all these other different things and they kind of like forgot about the black community that kind of built it and they never added in stuff for him i wouldn't doubt it i hardly be on there lately because that shit is just cesspool of just groceries yeah. lately. Um, but I wouldn't doubt it, but that's the, that's what I'm saying. That's the ongoing trend. And that's why I see a lot of people who have been successful on social media are trying to get content creators to understand is that mm-hmm. when you build your whole, you should never put your whole, you know, income stream in any of these platforms. Cause at the drop of a hat, they can just change their minds. And that might even be their image as far as the algorithms as well. They can just change their algorithms. And your whole shit goes from like, you know, a million views a day to like a couple thousand 
and mm-hmm. it's really fucking people over. Like Facebook did that when they used to be heavy about video, but then they acquired Instagram and now Instagram is heavy about video. So Facebook has completely abandoned, you know, helping people's uh, videos get shared like that on Facebook. Um, mm-hmm. Things like uh, TikTok is a, is a big, a big topic of how it's getting exposed that TikTok has actually reached out to certain um, well-known people to tell them how to get, you know, more popular on TikTok, how to get their shit popping, where like the regular person, like I said, they, they can be popping one day, but in the algorithm change, they'd be unknown the next day. It's just coming more and more exposed that these media companies are built off of the constant churning out of an infinite number of content creators more than yeah. trying to sustain the creators that have already made their life on the, these platforms. And it's just alarming, man, because everybody wants to be a content creator right now. Everybody thinks it's easy. Yeah. So I'm looking at this dude's profile, the CEO of it, and he doesn't... Well, anyways, I'll read it. Mm -hmm. It says he... His first businesses were the adult performance websites, Glam Girls and Customs for You. So, like, this this is his thing, right? This is his thing. He he makes these little websites. <laughs> wow. Um, he's been described as the king of homemade porn, as the majority of OnlyFans content is pornographic. <laughs> Says, but in 2018, he sold a 75% stake in OnlyFans parent company, Phoenix International, to something or another businessman so he sold 75 percent of the business wow so he doesn't really own it he's just running it gotcha so you know but it went to a corporation yeah so sad but like you said i cleaning house this is gross bro it's okay bro it's okay to be affiliated with porn like it's okay that's it's okay for that to be your main product that's my main thing. I can't understand why still in 2021, like it's still a stigma to have sex work be like the hallmark or the foundation of your business. Like, why is that still a thing? I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> I don't know. We can't disagree that we all be fucking out here at this point. You can just be good at sex work. Like, you don't have to. <laughs> right. Like, you're like, they got to be making boatloads of money. Like, they, <laughs> they were, as you can see. <laughs> Boatloads, as you can see, I mean, it's like we can try to sustain it with y'all that helped us build this, or we can take this like guaranteed billions out here. Sorry, niggas. <laughs> <laughs> like, so I don't like this whole thought of like it's it's just business. It's not personal. Like niggas, I would say that's just personal. Like business should be personal. I feel like you should. There should be. We should have an emotional attachment to. What we're all saying we love to do for a living. Like we should not pursue entrepreneurship and just to lose feelings. Like that doesn't make that never made sense to me. Yeah, but at a certain point, people get caught up in the business becoming its own entity. And like the business having better opportunities for itself rather than you still being connected to the business itself. Yeah. That's a capitalism thing though. Like that's Right, that's right. a capitalism thing to where like you are un- like the business is its own thing and it does what's best for the business the but business you, doesn't think about anything 
I agree. <laughs> I agree with that. That's the child trying to run behind me. Look, <laughs> yeah. look on his face. I agree with that. It's just a better way to go about it. There's always a better way to go about these things. I don't. I just yeah. refuse to believe this is the best thing, best way to go about these things. But I digress, man. What are you gonna say about Lizzo? And don't be, don't be rude because I'll cancel you, bro. I have no problem with people being fat. I am one of those people as well. <laughs> um, what I do have a problem with is certain people making these. Certain people giving extra effort to make sure your feelings ain't hurt. Like, okay, Facebook and Instagram already have the algorithm to ban hate speech. Mm-hmm. But then there, there was an announcement that, like, we're going to give extra effort to stop Lizzo hate speech. Like, no, nah, man, she gets the same fat shaming that slips through the crack that everybody else does. <laughs> Oh, did they say it's like particularly for Lizzo or for like fat shaming in general? <laughs> Let me see. Hold up. I got to find this thing because I saw it the other day. Lizzo fat shaming. <laughs> Facebook is deleting counts of Lizzo trolls after the singer faces fat shaming and racist abuse. You banning people, but you won't ban people for Susie Q that work at the, the, the Bilo that somebody that somebody saw in line and she, he was like, oh, let me find this fat bitch's profile. <laughs> so is there, okay, so your problem is it's not the same across I the- have a problem with special treatment. That's what I have a problem with. Okay, so you're not, you don't have a problem with them cracking down on fat shaming. It's just like, the fact that it's only for Lizzo is a problem. Yes, that's the main problem. Okay. But, but y'all will be all right. Fat people, you'll be all right. Okay. I don't bro, see <laughs> you could have ended with the first statement. Like <laughs> no nah, man, it's real. Like oh my god, it's real. Will okay. People are so soft. It's not even that, bro. It's like, why would you not want to mitigate people being harmful to other people as much as you can? And why would you not want to stop that as much as you can? I'm not saying like cater to everybody's you know ultra sensitive. I get it, but the world is just soft now, in my opinion. I don't think the world is soft. I think the world, okay. I think what we're seeing is happening. We talk about cancel culture all the time. I think what we're mostly seeing is young people control the narrative for the most part of social media. Like when I say young people, I mean like our generation and Gen Z, especially. Would you agree with that? Yeah, sure. I think I agree. I agree with it. I think we're incredibly vocal. And because a lot of us are so young, like we have a sense of like, response to everything even do if it's you feel like it's doing more harm than good or do you i'm sorry do you feel like it's doing more good than harm for just like banning people's accounts or you know banning people's comments like obviously yes you're doing good for in that moment you're doing good for the individual but i think at the same time like you were you are not helping the individual especially as a culture not just as an action to remove the comment or call it hate speech or, and remove it, ban them, whatever. Like, I get that part. But I feel like everybody's so soft now that, like, people don't get thicker skin about themselves. You know what I mean? I don't. Like, they're hypersensitive to everything because everything is, you know, kind of 
done for them so they don't have to face any kind of confrontation? I think it's two things. I think it's, number one, that we forget how on completely, how, how, how much it was completely on the other side of the spectrum at one point in time where you could just say whatever the fuck you wanted about black people, I mean, black people, fat people, <laughs> and just like make black people, fat people, I keep saying black, make fat people. one and the same. <laughs> <laughs> we are the fattest people. That's hilarious. And it might be true. <laughs> um, you could say whatever you wanted about fat people and just like drag, drag them through the mud and get away with it because it was just the norm. I think you're seeing a complete pendulum swing. And along oh with my that, god, this complete pendulum swing. Do, I, do we have to go from all the way over here to like all the way over here now? I like, think sometimes you do. That? I think sometimes you do. I think it levels out. I think it levels out, but sometimes you do. And with but with that, like I said, I think people are, I think most people who speak out against these things or just rage out on their internet aren't really like that passionate about it. They just know they have the power to like cancel some shit they don't like. And so they go in on it super hard and because these companies care about their money, they're willing to comply. But I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing because I think it eventually evens out and it shows from the people that we're just not going to tolerate this toxic shit like anymore that people have been able to get away with for so long. So like it's extreme, yes. But like I constantly question if it's necessary. And a lot of times it feels like it is because it's been so extreme the other way. And people have been asking to like, for stuff like this to be mitigated for so long, like like politely. And it's just like, ah, oh, shut up fat people, get out my face. So now it's like- <laughs> Go eat a hamburger. <laughs> Go, eat- <laughs> Go eat something chubby, you just hungry anyway. But now when there's extremism where it's like we're threatening your pockets, I think that's the best way you implement the actual change. Sure, softy. Whatever. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I just learned, like, I'm going to be one of them old, angry people. Like, this is who I'm going to be. You, you, that's what you are. And y'all just going to have to accept it because I'm okay with it. Like, Do you think it's an issue that you have more of an issue with the... I'm not vouching for cancel culture. But do you think it's an issue that you have more of an issue with cancel culture than the actual shit that's like problematic? I got a problem with people, man. Okay. <laughs> I don't like people. And these new people that keep coming out that are just soft, I don't like them even more. <laughs> All right, man. Y'all got it. Y'all got it. I'm just saying, like, recognize what people are saying. Don't just get fixated on the fact that that niggas are screaming like actually hear what they're saying <laughs> i think that's what get lost and i get it like it's annoying like it's i don't have the time to be mad about shit like that like i'm not out here you know do down. you think we should do you think we should uh become comfortable with there being double standards and just say oh well that's just a double standard it's unfortunate but it's a double standard because like, okay, so I was thinking about this the other day, right? About this Lizzo hate and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, I was thinking back to that time when Lizzo had her ass cheeks out at the Lakers game. So like everybody was in an uproar, right? Yeah. And I, I tried to play devil's advocate. <laughs> and I was like, 
I mean, you know, she. We, I mean, I was like, you know, we wouldn't be doing this if Rihanna was doing it. You know, it, it wouldn't cause this much of a stir. I'd, I'd be screenshotting that. <laughs> right. But since it was Lizzo, like, er- everybody got pissed off because, you know, right. she's big or whatever, you know. It right. wasn't as appealing as what Rihanna would have been. Right. Um. But, like, is that just a d- double standard we should just be okay with? Or, or, is that a, or is that a fight we need to have? Like, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just being honest. Like, uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, you can be like, yeah, it's fucked up. But it is what it is. <laughs> I think... <laughs> I think it's on a case-by-case basis as far as double standards go. But with stuff like that, I think it becomes, and this is not me trying to make it like deeper than what it is, but it's more so a question of like how we obsess over people's bodies in general in public, more so than should we allow Rihanna to show her cheeks versus Lizzo? I think the, the, more, the more bigger question is like how do we normalize just bodies in general in certain spaces? Yeah. You know? But like, I mean, I would have been. I, I mean, honestly, I would have been like, "Oh no, Rihanna, you ain't supposed to be doing that. Like, you, what are you doing? This is a family event. You wouldn't be saying no shit like you. Would be I like, would. I honestly would. I honestly would. I'd be like, "What is she doing? But she, but she wearing the hell out of it. <laughs> <laughs> like you, like, 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 like with Lizzo, I had a more negative reaction. Of course. like the fighting like i i don't think it's everybody's fight because it's not definitely my fight like i speak out against fat phobia if i if it you know if it's immediately if i'm asked about it if i immediately see it like i speak out against it but i think the older you get like and you can attest to this like you just don't have time to be chasing down like every fucking fight and yeah fortunately enough gen z got that shit covered like (laughs) all the way (laughs) so yeah man I don't know. Shout out to Lizzo. I actually like that song. I really don't really like her music like that. I, I do not like that song. Really? That song sounds vanilla as hell. It's not nothing crazy, but like it's, it's all right. Yeah, okay. Cardi showing them pregnant cheeks all over the video. I know you like that. Yeah. Hey, Cardi pregnant is not a bad look. <laughs> I get weirded out. I can't I can't even have a sexual shit going on in my head with but pregnant. Lizzo not pregnant you I'm just, I'm just kidding I'm just kidding I'm just kidding today's Thursday of the week <laughs> you trash boy this is the last episode we're doing oh <laughs> I just I just did that for the last man okay. you did that because that's how it felt in your heart there's a no, week I tear up Lizzo okay go ahead um and now you're threatening to beat her up see um I'm not gonna lie I kind of forgot about Thursday of the week for a second but Good thing my good friend yeah. Natalie here is you popping in these Lizzo up here. street. What? See, if you put Lizzo up here. <laughs> I should have. As a matter of fact. <laughs> no, don't do it. You... Yeah. Shut up. Shut up. My good friend Natalie, mm-hmm. book photographer, uh, C- CEO of Natalie Marie. Get your face out the camera while I'm trying to talk. What did I... Why? Why am I? Why am I invisible on this thing? I don't know. 
Natalie Marie's Visuals is her company, her platform. Um, very dope photographer. Uh, she also works with the Conqueror Movement, which is an awesome social justice movement here in South Carolina. Uh, as you can see, she has dope shots. I'm trying to find a picture of her. Here she is. Beautiful young lady. Um, very smart, very awesome, very dope, very hilarious. Uh, we went and hung out this past Saturday. Had a good ass time in downtown Columbia, which much like the rest of the U.S. does not believe in shutting down anything, um, was wide the fuck open. But um, yeah, man, as you can see, she she has some drawings and stuff here. Um, check her out, man. Um, what's her Instagram? We go back to the top. Check her out at n underscore Watson dot ninety three, and um, check out her website www dot dot com. And um, like I said, dope um, graphic designer, photographer, and cinematographer. Um, she's done. She's actually worked in a couple of movies too. I think I was in. Was I in one of her? I don't think I was in one of her movies. But anyway, dope person. <laughs> Check her out. Awesome people. I thought this nigga was Dwayne Wade when I first <laughs> went. To That's what I thought. I was like, oh, she took pictures of Dwayne Wade. <laughs> she's super popular. But she got um, Draymond Wade on her on her joint. <laughs> Draymond Wade. <laughs> okay stop sharing yeah man i think that's it for today's show um this was funny and insightful i like how it got funny and then i like, got dark with the afghanistan shit and it got funny again. <laughs> um, yeah man we appreciate y'all checking us out you got any final words for the people um yeah man uh you're gonna be broke either way <laughs> so <laughs> So figure it out, nigga. That's my that's my word. Figure it out, nigga. That's what Joe Biden said. Yeah, that's what he's saying. That's what he's speaking to y'all. I'm about to get paid off this fantasy league. I know that much. Fantasy football. Football's coming back, y'all. I know some of y'all are still banning the NFL. Football is back. And NFL, people still banning, you know, boycotting the NFL? I don't know. I'm not. I never stopped. I, I never know. started. I never started right. banning them. I get it. Yeah, Colin Kaepernick was out there sitting at home. I was still watching. Mm. Race trader. I ain't putting on the cape for none of you niggas except Peyton Manning. That's the only person I'm putting on the cape for. The white man. <laughs> he don't need it. So I'm, I'm putting his dick on people's foreheads and you still came for him. All right. So <laughs> that's our episode for today. Yeah, so, that's it, baby. We appreciate y'all. See y'all next time. Peace. Peace. <laughs>